One, two, three, four. We're here with Kobalai at Musica. Mike is playing the guitar from across the room. It sounds awesome. Spoils of Akron, Spoils of Akron podcast. So Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Spoils of Akron podcast. My name is Ryan Dyke, and I am joined by my co-host, Cody Stanley. And this here is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the eccentric residents of the rubber city. The. The. Yeah. Capital T, capital H, capital E. Rubber city. Rubber city. Right. And if you didn't listen to the theme song, you do not know the wonderful guests we have on today. Guys, give a round of applause for yourselves and for us <laughs> and for everybody. Coppola! <laughs> Thanks for having us. Guys, this is so awesome. Now, I uh, personally know uh, Blaine and Charles. I, I've worked with you guys with Just Go With It. I get to meet Luke and Mike today, which is great. But uh, you guys have been around Akron for how long? How long has the band been together? Almost two years now. Uh, we actually had our first gig in Canton, Ohio uh, on July 4th. So now, is that, in, that is, on July 4th? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's like... <laughs> so, 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 Where so, at? Where'd you play at? Uh, it's a place called George's Lounge down in Canton, Ohio. Okay. Kind and how, like, so how did that happen? Like, were you guys playing before or was... Uh, well, funny thing is I created this group right after I got out of college and I wanted to play a lot because in college there's a lot of practicing and not a whole lot of playing. You know, you'll have recitals and stuff like that. Uh, so I got these guys together, kind of just got a group of friends from college, and I knew uh, Luke and Mike from high school, got them back together, mm-hmm. and I booked a gig, I think, before we had a first rehearsal. Um, <laughs> that, there's so much <laughs> pressure right there. And then uh, we had one rehearsal, and then we played the gig, uh, and it went fine. I mean, there were, there were some funny, there's always funny things that happen <laughs> on every gig. Uh, and we knew there'd be something, so we just played it, had a good time, uh, and people seemed to like it. So, uh, at that gig, how many members did you have? I think we had five. Uh, we, yeah, I wasn't. I think at it. that gig we had five. We we had six people, like the, uh, the six people you know now, mm-hmm. um, rehearsing. But I think one person, I I can't remember. I think it was Luke couldn't yeah. make it. Uh, so we had six, or we had five. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Luke. Right. Uh, hold on. Let me tell you how I got introduced <laughs> to this group. Um, Blaine asked me to. Actually, Blaine asked Mike to ask me to jam, <laughs> and uh, I missed the first, you know, quote-unquote jam session, and uh, I got to the second one, and they're like, here's your sheet music, our, our gig is this day, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like an awesome game of telephone. Uh, Blaine told Mike to tell me to give my sheet music yeah. to do this and do all that. <laughs> and by the time it gets to you, you're like, wait, what? We have a gig on what day? <laughs> so you guys play some very interesting music. What would you describe it? I, I have heard the genre before, but I love hearing you guys explain it. So, uh, so Mike, tell us, what kind of music do you guys play? Um, well, it's definitely intrament- instrumental, I guess. Uh, we say indie, jazz, fusion funk um <laughs> i don't know really it's a mesh of everything we like so it's hard to pin down to something yeah a lot lots of times our set list is based on what venue we're at oh, okay. uh so you yes, know for the musica and we know it's gonna be louder we're gonna play some of our heavier stuff and we're not gonna hold back and we probably won't play 
uh, like we, we have a couple tunes, arrangements of some classical music that Willow's done. Uh, you know, we're probably not going to play that at a bar no. type setting. So right. it's really interesting because each time we have a different gig, we get to decide a different, um, almost a different sound of Coppola that you're going to hear. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool that you guys play towards, like, not just the audience, but towards the venue. You know, if yeah. some some bands and groups, they play towards their what they want their audience to be. But you guys have such a wide range of audiences and you play such a, such a, such a wide range of venues, you get to change your sound at almost every gig. Yeah, exactly. That's it pretty cool. I mean, that's, that's really cool. So let's go down the line. Charles, I'm going to start with you. Charles has been rather <laughs> quiet on the end. Charles, what instruments do you play and how did you get introduced to the band? Uh, well, I play the bass, and I was inter- I was um, I actually knew I knew Blaine from uh, college, and he asked me to to come in, and and uh, he said he got this original group that was actually gonna practice just a little bit at gig a lot, <laughs> which it kind of flipped around a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad it did. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, Blaine. What about you? What do you? What kind of instruments do you play? Uh, primarily, I play the steel drums, uh, okay. specifically the double second steel drums, uh, which is the mid range of the steel drums. Uh, but also, depending on the size of the stage that we'll have, I'll bring uh, some uh, percussion accessory stuff, bongo stuff like that, just to add some different textures. Is it, have you always played the steel drums? Have you been interested in anything else? Like, how did you get into that? Uh, well, I started playing steel drums when I went to college at the University of Akron. Uh, so thank you to the University of Akron for introducing me to that in the percussion studio uh, of Dr. Larry Snyder, uh, Snyder and Matt Dudak at University of Akron. Uh, but I had never touched steel drums till I got there and kind of just got into it. Um, I didn't get serious into steel drums until I bought my own set uh, because each pan tuner and each pan maker uh, make their set of steel drums in a different pattern. So uh, they're all somewhat similar, but my set is slightly different than the university set. So I had to almost relearn the instrument uh, when I got my set, which was kind of Kind of interesting because I had a couple gigs lined up that I had to quickly learn some music. So what what makes it different? Like what's yeah, yeah. Uh, different? it's it's the opinion of the pan maker. Oh okay. So just like um, you know, different guitars are going to have different um, different tunings. Sl- slightly different tunings, or you know, different body, bigger body, smaller body, different wood stuff like that. Uh, this is just uh, placement of notes and. You know, in the beginning, I don't think there was a lot of thought into it. It was just put these notes in a pan. Um, and I mean, I could go just into throw them in there. I could go into deep history about this, uh, just about the history of steel drums and how it came okay. about, kind of in the 1920s and a little after that. Uh, and actually, there's a DVD that the university came out um, if you're interested in more steel drum history. Uh, but basically, it started out with like two pitches on like a small bucket almost. They called it the ping pong, uh, ping pong, two different pitches. (laughs) Um, And then it just expanded uh, recently, which has been... To the ping pong pong. Yeah, the ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's been really nice recently, and I'm glad I'm in this kind of stage of the steel drum, is the tone quality has increased uh, so so much, which is really good because uh, 
if you play a certain pitch, you're going to get closer to that pitch. If you hear a lot of original steel drums, uh, you hear uh, almost like a wang sound, uh, a lot of different overtones going on. Uh, and when playing with different groups, it's nice to uh, be directed more towards one pitch, for sure. So you say the pan maker. Did you make your own steel drums, or do you go somewhere? Oh, no. And no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Where do you get your it, steel drums made around here? Like, uh, There's a couple of places. Uh, there's a couple guys in Akron, but I went to uh, a guy named Kyle Dunleavy in Philadelphia, Ohio. Um, I, f I know. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Kyle Dunleavy. Thank you. Uh, pans sound great. I need them tuned. Um, and uh, I got in contact with him because my teacher at University of Akron, Matt Dudak, he went to Hart Music School in Hartford, Connecticut. With him, I uh, kind of just got a recommendation. Oh, that's cool. and Yeah, a couple other people knew him. Uh, but I, I love him. Great uh, pan maker. And it in concept is easy, where you take a 55-gallon oil drum, you cut it, uh, based on the size of the instrument, uh, and you weld a, a, weld a skirt to it, which is the side of the drum, uh, pound it in, and make it concave. Uh, you kind of section off some different notes, and that's where your opinion of where the note should be uh, is put into place. And then you hit it with a hammer until it's in tune, and you use a stroke <laughs> tuner. And <laughs> I'm not going to attempt it because... That's like the coolest way to tune this is an instrument. a very interesting <laughs> instrument that we're learning about today. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it's funny because every time I play it, I kind of knock it out of tune if I hit too oh, hard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So that's why, um, you know, we learn about having a touch with the instrument. You're not going to hit overly hard. Oh, gosh. I, my, if I had a pair, I would. they would go uh, out of tune all the time. <laughs> I'm yes, telling yes, you, they, they would. would. They would. It's, it's difficult. Um... And especially in this group, because we do tend to get louder at some settings. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to be careful that I'm still playing with a good touch, even though I might not be able to hear myself completely. Now, can you, are you like playing a gig and you like know you're playing and then you hear it go out of tune? You know it just went out of tune. Uh, do you switch up? Do you play something else? Or you just keep playing that? I, a couple, couple stories actually about that. <laughs> I, I, can, I can hear when I'm winging on the instrument, which okay. means I hit the note and it's way too fast um, and it just reacts really fast and it's a uh, super bright sound. You can uh -huh. barely hear the pitch. Um, so I know when that's happening. Uh, so I try to stay away from that. Uh, there's there's uh, elements of nature too you have to think about. If you're in the sun too long, like direct sunlight, it, yeah. uh, the metal starts to expand and you just literally lose the pitch. Mm. Uh, we were playing outside somewhere. I think it was for uh, the clear the streets, or I forget what it was called, but uh, one of the Akron kind of things where they blocked off a big street. Mm -hmm. And it was in direct sunlight, and I go to hit my lowest note, a low E, and it's just nothing. Like, <laughs> oh, it, it felt, it felt, um, it, thud. <laughs> I, it wasn't thuddy, it was just, like very soft. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> and then I just put a t-shirt on it and played like, because uh, huh. I, I have multiple octaves, so I can play the same note, but higher. Uh, but I, I got to be careful of that. I once sure. left my drum set in the back seat of my car and <laughs> didn't even think about it. And I go check it the next day, and it's warped. Oh. 
my, when yeah. my, my low Gosh. tom, it's just my floor tom, it's just completely warped. Luckily, that was like my cheapo starter set, so I was fine. <laughs> so it was good. Now, Luke, now how did you get into? Uh, you kind of told us your uh, your telephone story about he said he said he said. <laughs> but where did you learn to play, and how did you get introduced to the group? Uh, oh, by through through high school. Where did you guys go to high school? Uh, we went to Glen Oak High School in Canton, Ohio. Okay. I actually have known Mike and Blaine since about kindergarten. That's so, so cool. Yeah, preschool. Church preschool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you guys still put up with each other. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I really just got introduced to the group. I didn't know anybody besides Mike or Blaine in it um, until, you know, the quote-unquote jam that we were doing, and we just started playing gigs, and it just kept going from there. So I just, I just kind of got thrown into it. Now, what instruments do you play, Luke? Um, I primarily play saxophone, but okay. I really like playing bass a lot, but I do a lot of woodwinds except uh, double reeds or flute. Um, how many instruments can you guys all collectively play? Mm. I mean, seriously. Uh, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a lot. It this sounds like you guys bit. could like open your own music store. Like you guys know how to play so many. That's awesome. So That's so you, cool. Do you step. switch in and out between which ones you'll play with the band, or do you? Uh, I actually, have... I actually only usually play tenor sax with okay. them. There's been one instance I I brought my baritone sax. Oh yeah, I guess I do. I'll do some auxiliary percussion with with the group too. I'll play guero or. Um, a vibra slap or something like that too. Oh, that's really cool. So, uh, how long have you been playing your instrument? Uh, I, f I actually was talking about this with a friend the other day. I'm I'm almost on twenty years with saxophone. Wow. So, um, just woodwinds in general. Did just, they give just you one like years. as like as a child, like as a baby? They're <laughs> like, take your saxophone. <laughs> I started real early on clarinet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, were your parents into music? Uh, they are, they're kind of into music, but they just, I think they just wanted me to play an instrument, and I... So was the interest from you, or was there an outside interest? You saw a teacher, or somebody else play it, or you It saw... was, it was my interest. I've, I've always wanted to play saxophone, but... That's I so cool. Yeah. No, I mean, that's really interesting to, like, do, be doing something for 20 years and be good at it and, and keep doing it. And, like, now you're playing gigs and you guys are getting bigger and you just released your new CD, which we'll definitely talk about later. But th that's really cool. 20 years? Yep. Freaking. You've been alive for 22. <laughs> yeah, just 22. Gosh. <laughs> All right, Mike. What, what do you play? He's a really good cook, if I get it. Is he? He's is he? What's, what's he cook? Oh, oh he okay. everything. Mike, he? Mike hand, the, hand it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about this. Talk about this. Yeah. You right. go to a grocery store with them. Pick out any random Yeah, place. I didn't, uh, unlike uh, Charles and Blaine, I did not go to school for music. I went to culinary school, so. That's, okay, so so what's the best thing you can cook? What 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 do you? Oh, maybe not the best. But what's what your favorite? You, yeah, yeah. There you go. Hmm. I don't think there's a favorite. It's just I don't know. Cooking. You yeah, just like to cook. We just like doing it. We like eating. So. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm still friends with them. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. What, what what kind of instruments do you play? I just play guitar in this. Just band. play guitar. Yeah. Oh, very cool. How long? You said in this band, so you play other instruments as well. Yeah, I started out on drums, and then I went to bass, and then I went to guitar. And okay. Maybe, maybe next I'll go to flutophone or something like that. Flutophone? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> he doesn't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It could be made up. I'm not sure. Oh. 
Interesting. <laughs> so how did you get introduced uh, besides <laughs> high school? My, the thing I'm trying to get here, here is when Blaine said, guys, let's jam together, and you guys got together, like, after that first jam session, like, from being in a band myself... That first jam session, I did not say, "Wow, we're gonna be in a band." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, that was a thing. Um, that was okay. Uh, I could have been watching Walking Dead or something <laughs> like that." But like, when you guys got together, like, was it? Did you know, or did you want to yeah. keep playing, or how? What, what was it like? Well, we uh, Blaine had wanted to start the band, like already, so he already had some songs written, and we already had the idea of like, no matter what, we're gonna do something with mm-hmm. this. So it was more like. Uh, we played together in the past. Just find the people. And yeah, just find the people. Like, it came together pretty mm-hmm. quick like that. So yeah, there wasn't really any, oh no, we don't sound very good. <laughs> we were just <laughs> like, like yeah, this is awesome, we sound great. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like that either. We were just like, yeah, we're doing this no matter what. It's That's fun. pretty cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely been a fun experience. Like, even from the get-go, we're <laughs> just getting together, having a good time, Yeah. you know, growing as musicians and kind of just hanging out at the same time. It's always cool when something like that happens and some, it just clicks. When you have, when you're, you're, you and your friends have uh, interests that line up, when you want to do stuff that line up, when you go out and play and have fun and do gigs and you can do it together and not be yelling at each other behind your backs or like, yeah. you know, one person's like gossiping, like, did you see what's Blaine, what Blaine is wearing? I can't <laughs> believe that. Oh, I do that every day. But I tell, <laughs> I tell him to his face. He's got Gosh. some nice shoes. <laughs> He's got some nice shoes? I yeah. need to go shopping. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take you. <laughs> so, guys, um, you're on today. You guys just released your new album. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, what's it called? Uh, where can people get it? And wh- how did it happen? Uh, well, this is our debut album, and you can get it on bandcamp.com. I'm just holding one in my hand. Oh, yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Um, just type in copalimusic.bandcamp.com. That's C-O-P-A-L-I music.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reverb Nation, uh, pretty much any social media thing you can think of. And it's always <laughs> slash Copali music. That's C-O-P-A-L-I music. Um, but the CD... Uh, Actually, I want to give a shout-out real quick to Blair Breckenridge. Uh, she did the front and the back cover of the art. It's cool. And, it's like um, watercolor paint. I like it. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, it is watercolor. It's really cool. Look at that. I got it right. Yeah. yeah. She came up with a bunch of different designs at first. She was really cool, hmm. giving yeah. us a lot of different options. And uh, shout-out to Willa DiGiacomo, too, our clarinet uh, player. She did the inside uh, that you can't see because the CD's wrapped. Um, <laughs> but she's also done uh, the logo that we now have kind of on our Facebook and whatnot. I um, love it. The tree with the roots. I love that. I saw that posted when, like a couple months ago when you guys, yeah. when, when it was released. I it, think that's so cool. It's awesome because, I mean, we, we didn't even like ask her to do it. She just comes up and says, hey, we should, do, or if you guys want, we can use this. And we're like, yes, definitely. <laughs> we're going to use that. For sure. So what are some of the songs you guys have got on here? I see there's uh, 11 total. Um, mm-hmm. who, ha- who writes? Do you guys all collab together? Does someone have an idea? Does Blame bring a song forward and, and Mike yeah, and Luke and Charles and everybody adds their stuff together to it? How, does it, yeah. how do you guys work? Um, to keep the rehearsal time down, we uh, bring in charts so everybody can kind of see what's going on and we don't waste time just practicing parts or anything. Um, and on this CD, primarily, most of the songs are ones I wrote, because uh, these are lots of songs that uh, the band first started playing a couple years ago. Uh, it was kind of interesting, because as we were recording the album, 
we were playing gigs and almost playing completely different set lists. Uh, so we had to kind of rehash those. Uh, but everybody in the band writes tunes. Uh, Luke has a tune on there entitled Zapatos de Mantequilla. Uh, what is that, Butter Shoes? I was gonna say, that Translates sho- to Shoes of Butter. I was going to say, that's <laughs> Shoes. I know that Zapatos <laughs> is Shoes. Uh, Charles that's has a tune on there entitled C-Jam, kind of a nice little minor blues. C-Jam. Uh, which is really funky. Uh, it stands cool. for Charles's Jam. <laughs> oh, you yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, He wanted to keep it a secret. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I cracked the code on that gotcha. one for sure. <laughs> um, and then Willow, uh, she wrote a nice little combination of tunes. Uh, we split them into two different tracks. It's called Dry and Drowning. Uh, just a really beautiful melody that she has going on there. And uh, our sixth member, Cameron Weichman, uh, on drum sets, he wrote a tune entitled Indigo Dream. Uh, kind of an interesting tune. Uh, tonally, just he's a very out there kind of guy. Um, so there's a really fun lick in the beginning of that tune. Um, so there's 11 tracks total, but you guys have way more material than that, oh, yeah. right? So why did you choose these 11? <laughs> we, uh, well, the concept of this whole album was first to just get music out and mm-hmm. get an album created and uh, some sort of product to mm-hmm. show people uh, that were a band kind of just establishing ourselves, but also to show everyone what you're going to hear if you come to a live show. Uh, we recorded the whole album at Jade Studios in Kenmore. Uh, it's at the old Rialto Theater. Isn't that such a oh, cool space? Oh, cool. yeah. We, we, we went and saw a Time Cat there. Yeah, uh, a play. Maybe two yeah. months ago. I lived in ago. Kenmore my entire life. And I know the Rialto Theater, it's uh, pretty new. It's uh, like three or four, maybe years, two, something like that. It's not uh, that old, right? <laughs> sure. It's super old. <laughs> well, yeah, the theater itself the theater is old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, the studio. Uh, um, they as, just redid it, and they're still working yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say. But I yeah. lived in Kenmore my entire life. I didn't even know that the theater was there, and then I didn't even know that they, someone had bought it and renovated it and turned it into this awesome venue. Uh, yeah. When we went and saw Time Cat play there, it was just great. There, it was packed, and I, we walked past the doors, and I'm like, these got to be recording studios and stuff. It just is, mm-hmm. feels like that type of vibe where it's like a, a recording studio and a live venue, and it's got a bar in there, and... That's so gr- that's so cool. So you guys recorded it there at uh, say it again. It's not. Uh, it's the just a dream just entertainment. A dream. It's uh, Jade for short. Okay. Um, yeah, Seth and Nate Vale out there. Uh, they do a great job of just kind of giving you what you want and working with your needs. Uh, we did the whole album live. So we set up in the, uh, the giant room they have there. Mm-hmm. Um, did two takes of each track and then decided which one we wanted to do. And after. Uh, five hours on a Friday night. We just uh, called it, and that was the CD. <laughs> Done. Well, yeah, well, that was the, that was the recording part. Then the mixing. Oh. That one. That, that was a lot longer. Editing um, it and, and and mixing it and stuff. Yeah, mixing yeah. it. How long did it take, Charles? How long did it take to mix? Uh, maybe like a summer. Yeah. Dude, it was. A few, a few months, probably. Yeah. So when months. was this officially released? Sometime Christmas in December, like uh, it was December, Christmas, Christmas Day, I think. Oh, really? um, wow. Yeah, we 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 had some uh, uh, small complications, and we we're just trying to get it out. And we we're like, we don't care. It's Christmas Day. People <laughs> people will have money and might want to spend it on us. So uh, we last minute it. Christmas stuff, uh, stocking stuffer. Exactly. Um, uh, so it took you. You guys joked a summer to mix. So how long ago did you guys record? Uh, well. 
the, I mean, I should explain. The only reason it took us summer to mix is uh, we were very hands-on people, and we, mm-hmm. we were interested in learning about anything and everything, music or just in general anything. Uh, so we wanted to be there when it was being mixed. So we would set up different dates to kind of go in. That's really the only reason it took so long um, to do that. Uh, but I think it took, like, since we kind of thought that we wanted to do an album, it took about a year to kind of just put everything together. Okay. All right. Very cool. Uh, go ahead. So uh, we have a treat for you guys. Copali brought all their instruments today, and they're going to play us a couple songs, right? Do you guys know which ones you're going to do already? Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. We don't know yeah, which we one have, first. We well, listen, we're okay. going to pause for a second. Cody's going to get pause, set up. They're going to get set up, and then you're going to hear, li- it's so cool, live at Musica, but through your headphones or car radios or whatever, All you're right. going to hear Copali coming at you live. Let's do it. All right, so here we go. First, We're, we're back. <laughs> yes, Ryan, we're back. We're back. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Copali is going to play for their first song on the album for us, and it is called Sax Funk. Take it away, guys. Thank you. 
Thank you That's very much. That's some sax right That's up in awesome. here, guys. That was awesome. So what's the next song you guys going to bring? What's the next song? What's the next one, Blaine? Speak up to the mic. Um, let's do uh, the last title on the tune or on the CD entitled "What's Next." What's next, guys? What's next? Couple I playing. What's next? Yeah. No. What's next? Oh, okay. What's next is what's next. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> hey, Charles, scooch a little bit closer. I lied before on soundcheck. <laughs> Ready, guys? Take it away.
I know. That was awesome. Holy I really like that one. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Thank you. That's the only time you're going to hear us sing. I was going to say, I thought you guys, when you were like, it was awesome though. We were like instrumental and you guys started singing. I was like, whoa, what's this? What's going on? Oh, that sounded so cool. Okay, guys, we got time for one more. Yeah, one more song. One more. So which one do you guys want to do? This next one, it's also on the album. Uh, It's entitled Fantastic Funky Fox. Okay. this is kind of a different instrumentation because we don't have our clarinet player or our drum set player. Okay. So we'll figure out how we're going to do this. Here. Guys, it's a soap right. exclusive, soap exclusive right here. What? It's a soap exclusive. Oh, okay. Spoils of American Podcast yeah, exclusive. I get it. We're soap, and soap. they're giving us an exclusive. Yeah, I get it. We haven't gone by soap in forever. No. Like we sometimes I'm like soap, and no one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, no. wait, no, it says it's in the theme song. It is. So I do that normally. Take it away, guys.
my gosh. Cody, you know whenever we have musicians on, mm-hmm. I'm that kid in the corner that's like, oh, just watching them. Oh, my gosh, it happened again. I, like, I was almost speechless then. I, you guys sounded great. We're going <laughs> to just pause for one second. Yeah. Let these guys come on back. Go ahead and pause it right now. Are we back? Yes, are we back? You we know, it must back. sound so weird to like podcast listeners because they're like, we'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> you, for us, it's like a couple minutes have gone by, but for them, it's like <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Do you think that would be weird? No, but you don't think it would. If you think it's weird, that's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm not judging it, you. I'm I just think saying, it's weird. I don't. I don't you know. have a judgy look in your eye right now, Cody. I'm. I okay. I may. You know. But guys, you guys sounded great. That was awesome. Thank you. Here was the thing: you guys only have four of your members here, and there's six total. And you guys sounded amazing with just the four. I like the one time I heard you guys at Porch Rocker. I don't think Willow was there. I don't think the clarinet player was there. Yeah, a uh, couple. You know, a couple times we we always want everybody there, but if uh, it doesn't turn out everybody can do it. We'll still take the gig if the majority of people can do it. And it's always an uh, interesting switch, interesting uh, challenge, really. So you have to like, like challenge you guys, like, like your abilities. And the other cool thing that I really noticed about you guys is communication. And that's the one thing in a band. And you can't really yell at, hey, stop, hey, go faster. <laughs> it's your turn. You guys do communication with your eyes, with your looks, with going, yeah. go. And you guys like, are pros at that. You guys were awesome. Thank you. Luckily, we played uh, three songs we're very familiar with. Oh, okay. (laughs) That was the trick right there. That was the trick. Well, guys, you guys, I know you guys have a couple of events coming up, some gigs, but the first one that I want to talk about, because it also pertains to myself, is Just Go With It. You guys are going to be playing with uh, Just Go With It Improv at the Akron Center for Art, Music, and Performance on March 25th. Which members are going to be playing? Do you guys uh, know yet? Well, it'll be myself, and I need to double-check on a couple other people, but definitely myself on steel drums and some percussion. Now, the cool thing about that, if you guys haven't seen it, Cody has actually seen one of those shows. Um, it's Because it, you guys play instrumental, it's a cool, unique like fusion of like improv music and improv theater and comedy and like you guys will add like sound effects in the background and we've been practicing for uh, at least uh, nine six nine months now on and off and it's just it last show was great cody what do you think i think it's i mean the way that was actually oh maybe it wasn't the first just go with it show i've seen but um Definitely the most interesting. It's so cool to see how, uh, you know, I mean, it's improv, obviously, and the music they do is improv. So it's really cool to see, you know, how it intertwines with each other. And um, it was definitely my favorite show I've seen so far. So look at that. Yeah. Look at that. He's seen the multiple ones of my shows, and that's his favorite one. Was it it you was guys. definitely. I feel well, a little jealous. You, <laughs> you're fine. Well, you know, you're welcome, Blaine. <laughs> but guys, you have some upcoming gigs and stuff. I want you guys to definitely give some shout outs, go in order, go down the line. I just let's get it let's get them let's get it out there. Sure. First thing I'm like, I can't stop talking. You guys are so great. I'm gonna shut up now. Thank you. Um, first thing is boom. <laughs> if you want to find uh, you know, just Facebook events or anything, go to the Facebook.com slash Copali Music. That's C O P A L I music. Uh, that's kind of our home base. Uh, and then, of course, we have the band camp where you can buy the CD as well as uh, a bunch of different things, Twitter, Reverb Nation, uh, Instagram, things like that. Uh, a couple upcoming gigs that we have that we're excited for uh, on March 4th, which is actually my birthday. Oh, uh, happy birthday yeah, on thank March you. 4th. <laughs> um, if you want to come up and celebrate uh, my birthday with me, it's uh, down at George's that we were talking about earlier, oh, George's okay. Lounge in Canton, Ohio. Uh, great place. 
Yeah, they actually had us back. It's great. Um, uh, it only great. took two years. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of begging and two years. Uh, but they have great food down there, great burgers, yeah. signature burgers, things like that. Uh, really cool um, event. It's actually during uh, Canton's first Friday in the Arts District. A uh, really cool thing where all the art galleries open up their doors later in the evening. There's a bunch of music going on, a bunch of art, uh, family-friendly. Uh, it's great. Um so come on down. We're playing at 8 p.m. on March 4th at George's Lounge. Okay. Uh, Akron local places. We're playing at the Mustard Seed Market and Cafe slash Bar. Great venue. Uh, whatever you want to call it, that place is awesome. Upstairs <laughs> um, in Highland Square, that is, the new one in Highland Square. Uh, that's March 5th. Uh, we'll be playing from 9 p.m. to midnight. Um, I think we're going to have a, a guest vocalist on that one, too. So a couple Ooh. different surprises for that. Um, yeah, the band doesn't even know yet, but oh. we will. <laughs> they all looked like, huh? What? <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, we have a couple of the ones in the mix. If you check our Facebook page, I think uh, in May we have a gig at the Outpost. Um, and then we're at Jupiter Studios. Uh, this is uh, out in Alliance. A nice little art gallery uh, right in the downtown district of Alliance, Ohio. Uh, what is that, March 11th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, March 11th, uh, we play at 9 p.m., um, and that'll, that'll be a fun one. All right. So you guys have, like, you guys are always book. I, I'm always seeing on your Facebook page and that you guys are always playing. And do you guys think you, what, what would you guys say? You play three, four times a month? Probably more than that, right? So, some months are busier than others. Uh, we all obviously have different jobs and different careers going on. Um, so if we're busier in our other jobs, we try not to book as much. Um, some of I, us like to cook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some <laughs> like to cook. Um, <laughs> But I think at one point, I think it was, we had like a gig every weekend or something. So it just varies. Uh, we are definitely looking to book right now and kind of get to some new venues. And How can they contact you? Is there uh, Yeah, email? if uh, we have an email, it's copalimusic at gmail.com. Just C-O-P-A-L-I music. Um, and you can find us there. Or if you can't find us there, just find us on <laughs> facebook.com uh, and connect to us there. Awesome guys, thank you Very so cool. much for having for, for being on today. Cody, I know we have some events we got we want to go through. Our own Chris Miller just walked back in through the door. Chris, if you have any events, come on over. But Cody, take us away. Well, I just want to say thank you again to Copeli for coming. Your music was awesome. Uh, very cool of you guys to do that, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for, for having us. Jazz, yes, fusion, funk, uh, experiment. Um, it was great. Yeah. Go ahead, Cody. Very cool. All right, I do have a couple events. Uh, I don't know if they're in order or not. I'm just trying to find out um let's see first uh it looks like the first one up that i can find is oh roxy morons coming to musica on march 11th uh, and that's at 9 p.m uh then we have big love is coming up chris you know you know more about big love than i do i think if you want to take that away yeah march 12th art space um it's uh it's gonna be an all-day event i think it's going from like 11 a.m to like yeah that's what it says on facebook and it's a summit art space, right? Summit art space, yeah, right? Very cool. So there'll be—I think they're using all three floors. Yeah. Building bridges. Yeah, is building the theme. bridges, which is yeah. really cool. And we're hoping to have Zach and maybe some other folks on. Yeah, so maybe um, March the, March seventh. Yeah, so look out for that podcast morning. next week, or two weeks. In two weeks. Ne- yeah, yeah, two weeks. Uh, also coming up is the Rubber City Beer Fest. This is the second one they're having, uh, March nineteenth at Lock Three from three to seven. All the band just shook their heads. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, we're I'm go learning to that. now too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is ten dollar tickets, and that gets you uh, into the festival and twenty beer sample tickets. So that's pretty cool. 
Uh, let's see what else is there. Um, oh, uh, this is cool. I didn't know. I, I just kind of found this on Facebook. I can't. I'm probably not going to be able to find it again. But it's called Mom and Pop Shop. Did you hear? Have you heard about this? Uh, it's, I have. Yes. Uh, this is. They're coming back this year. Um, is, that, is that the Crafty Mart? Yeah, it's like it's the Crafty Mart thing, uh, and that is at um, the Akron Art Museum, I believe. <coughs> is that right? Um, no, I think they're at Summit Art Space, where they were last year. Oh. They're part of the Art Walk. So oh, here it'll it will be, oh, it'll wait, be no, March fifth, I think. <laughs> It is April 2nd. Oh, April 2nd. Yeah, are. so maybe we're talking about the two different <laughs> maybe events. Maybe so. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry about that. Of course they can't find it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, the other thing coming up, this is in a couple, This is in like a month, but actually two months. The Odd Mall uh, is coming to the John S. Knight Center on Saturday, April 30th. So that's coming up. Chris, do you have anything? Yeah, just a few things. I'm on This Wednesday, there's going to be an international... Uh, peace and friendship discussion at North uh, the North Hill Library, oh, okay. featuring some returned Peace Corps volunteers oh. and some uh, some of our own neighborhoods, refugees and immigrants. Um, and that is from 5:30 to 7. I'm pretty sure. I think it starts at 5:30 um, at that at the library. And also Wednesday, the 24th, is the 10 by 3 songwriter showcase here at Musica, oh. uh, where 10 different singer songwriters uh, premiere three songs or showcase three songs so that should be pretty interesting as well and friday is the first event in downtown barbin called fourth friday i saw that yeah, a couple students did a marketing project and as as a like an extension of that project they, they formed a merchants association and they're they're getting on the I guess the um, the day of the month bandwagon with you know first Friday <laughs> it can the first Saturday is actually the Akron Art Walk mm -hmm. um, so the fourth Friday that'll be this Friday downtown Barbara and Tuscarora Street so that should be pretty interesting oh, so I know cool. a lot of Akron acts will be performing there and yeah, there's I'm probably gonna be some Akron support uh, trickling over cool. to B Town so nice be fun. Brian do you have anything the only one I have is uh, a little self promotional but Copper Pennies my band we are playing at the uh, Portage Crossings Market District on St. Patty's Day, March 17th. We'll be playing from 6 to 9 p.m. I will not be performing drums on that show. My hand is still healing from my recent injury, but I'll be on vocals, and I'm going to play a little bit of ukulele, I think. Maybe a little bit of guitar. I don't yeah, know yet. We'll see. I don't know, right. but uh, that will be the debut of our brand new uh, vocalist, Miss Emily Claire Hazeltine, and my good friend Chris Hutchins will be uh, special guesting on drums to cover for me. Right. Well, he has to, because yes. I literally, I can't yes, play. The doctor's orders, I'm not allowed to play drums. Uh, one other thing I just thought of was uh, Dynamics Community Theater coming up in two weeks yes. uh, is performing Titanic We're in that show. and Trial. Titan We're in that show. Okay, I'm trying to get the title out. <laughs> We're in Titanic. that show. Titanic. Tragedy and Trial. It's a pretty cool show. Courtroom. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I play an officer. Don't look for Jack and Rose. They're not there. It's not that type of show, people. No. But no. But <laughs> again, anyway, guys. that's March 11th and 12th. Mm -hmm. Again, guys, we want to say thank you so much. Uh, thank Charles, Blaine, Luke, and Mike. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. If you have any final words, speak now or forever hold your peace yeah, in th podcast. Thank you, guys. Uh, I just want to say that um, the city of Akron's just been wonderful. Uh, and if you're not aware of all the arts that are happening in Akron, music, uh, visual arts, painting, anything. There's so many different outlets Definitely. and so many, like, so many choices just each weekend where to go to see music, see anything. Uh, so if you're not involved, get involved. Go out, see some bands, um, and just get involved in the art scene. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you guys for coming on again. We both mm -hmm. really appreciate it. Well, as 
Chris appreciates it too, I'm sure. But we both definitely appreciate we, it. We definitely appreciate it. Chris mildly appreciates yes. it. Thanks again. Yes. Guys, thank you guys so much for coming on. And as always, Cody. We work in partnership with the Akron Digital Media Center and the Akron Library. We also work in partnership with Musica and Woo-hoo. Urban Eats Cafe. Thank you, Liz, for always being so hospitable to us. Hospitable. Hospitable. You, you <laughs> I, I, hospitable. Sorry. Hospitable. Hospitable. Anyway, thank you guys for coming on again. We really appreciate it. And as always, keep it an Akron day. day. <laughs>